Hey everybody, how's it going? You're listening to Reptiles with Yoshi, and I'm by myself again. Yeah, so pretty much uh, we haven't really been able to get together to get some of these podcasts recorded, uh, for lack of a better explanation. I mean, we've just been busy. You know, uh, obviously, for those who are listening, you know, um, I've been in the middle of a move, and I finally, you know, it took a very long time for me to get a home, and we have one now, which is great, but, you know, of course, we have to move in, uh, you know, and that took a long time because we had to go back to our hometown, Miami, to pick up all of our stuff, uh, which that took a week. Then moving in here took a week also. Then the week after that, we had family come over to help fix things. And after that, same thing. And then issues came around and we had to do this, this, that. It's just a whole, whole mess of things. Uh, But yeah, so this is the Reptiles with Podcast by Modern Reptile or Modern Reptile Shop. You can find us on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, and on YouTube. We're gonna all you gotta search is Modern Reptile or Modern Reptile Shop. Um, you can also find us on every streaming platform that matters. Uh, and of course, head over to modernreptileshop.com so you can see what animals and supplies we have available. You know, um, we have a bunch of a bunch of ball pythons available right now. Um, some of them are on the website. Hopefully this week I have some time to go, uh, you know, uh, take some pictures of, of the rest of them and post them because, uh, well, we are behind. You know, for those who have listened, you know that it's been a couple weeks. I've been getting messages. Hey, when are you going to record another podcast? And, uh, you know, I've been able to keep in contact with a couple of you guys to let you know that it's coming soon, you know, and this episode might not be the typical 30 40 minute one but i did want to get something out because it has been just about a month which is pretty crazy especially because throughout this whole process i was saying that i really didn't want to take any breaks you know i really wanted to keep going every week you know send out a podcast every single week and that's kind of where we want to be at but unfortunately weren't able to i don't know if i didn't manage my expectations correctly or what but it is what it is hopefully next week we can come back with another podcast but for now this is an update it's an update that we're still here we're alive we're kicking we haven't left the reptile hobby yet no i'm just kidding (laughs) but things are going uh you wanted to give an update other than availability of animals obviously um some i just wanted to give an update about the snake room. So, originally when we were, when me and my wife were finding a house, we had told, you know, we had, we had certain parameters, okay, where uh, obviously we need our bedroom. Uh, we would have preferred to have two bathrooms because we're Hispanic and we always have family over. Uh, she, uh, we wanted to have an office for my wife, uh, for her, for, for some of the stuff that she does. We wanted to have uh, a room for me for a music studio because uh, I'm a musician and I want to get back into uh, some some projects and stuff like that. Uh, and then we wanted a garage so that way I can build the snake room and grow the collection, get on to the next step, get out of a room. Unfortunately, we weren't able to find exactly what we wanted, but we did find a home that we are very happy with. Um what we didn't get pretty much was a garage. 
so the this house has you know it luckily for us it had an addition put in a sunroom and then it also originally had its family room so what we did was we're gonna we well we closed off the family room and made that into a snake room and then we are using the sunroom as the family room so what we did was build a wall and obviously put a door on the family room to have it enclosed and then i lay i lay i i made it big enough where it was going to fit all the animals that we currently have and maybe a little bit more space the problem with the last space that we had is that it technically fit everything in there but it was always 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 cluttered and it was always 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 annoying working in that room this room i'm really hoping that we can keep it as decluttered as possible um, I don't know if we're going to have a lot more room to grow in that room, but I have certain ideas and certain things that we want to do in the future, potentially putting a shed outside one of those industrial, uh, grade ones that can, for the most part, withstand hurricanes and stuff like that. And just, you know, have a solid somewhat facility outside of the house, you know, but for now we have this room. Which has worked great. The wall came out great, right? <laughs> and the animals fit technically, right? Yeah, so I thought that's all we needed. I was wrong. Certain things that I didn't take into account. So I'm going to give you the tea, okay? Because I want you guys to know where I fucked up, okay? So, the house has a lot uh, it lets in a lot of light, which we love. Okay. Thing is about windows is, you know, I mean, for the most part, I guess they're kind of insulated. I'm not really sure, but certain big windows let in heat. Okay. One of the rooms has a big window and lets in a lot of heat. That just happens to be the new snake room, right? Um, I hadn't connected anything in that room yet. No electricity. I just put this, the racks in. I may, I, I even thought about the size of the door that I was going to put in. Cause I was like, man, I couldn't bring racks in and out of the last room. So I made sure to get a, a door that I can bring the racks in and out. I thought, I thought, I thought of everything. We put in all new, uh, all new outlets for uh on your outlets with with their own breakers so that way if anything uh misfired like it, it would shut the breaker and whatever and i thought i was ahead of the game but then we have this ongoing heat in the room and i'm like oh wow it's because of the window um it maybe i just need to always have the blinds closed still getting hot still getting hot and i'm wondering to myself why is it getting so hot in this room um then my brother-in-law david um he looks at the where my house is positioned and stuff like that, and he's like, hey, man, that wall that's facing the outside is a south-facing wall. And I'm like, David, what the fuck are you talking about? What does that even mean? He's like, Joshua, my guy, that means it's going to be getting sun at all points of the day that the sun is out. Therefore, that's one of your hottest walls. And then I put the temp gun on that wall, on from the inside and it's reading 88 in sections 90 in sections 92 in sections i'm like oh shit the ambient temperature of the room was like 85 to 87 depending on the part of the day and then at night dropping to 80 
284 you know which if i'm not going to turn on the heat of the of the of the racks i guess i could kind of make it work but then i have to think about okay but what happens when it's you know getting a little colder outside and the house is going to be colder what happens if you know just god forbid anything happens what am i going to do so i had to pretty much hire somebody to come here and put a vent because oh sorry back up a little bit the whole reason why it was getting hot is because where i closed the wall there is no air vent from the air conditioning in the snake room i thought i didn't need one because i'm like ah these things need to be heat they need to be hot you know whatever but so i needed to hire somebody to come here and put an air vent into the room now when they did that perfect we, we, we had it settled. It was like, ah, oh, fuck yeah. It, it's exactly what I wanted. It. I wanted the room to go as low as 78 to 80 degrees at night and during the day, 80 to 82 degrees, right? That's exactly what it does in there. So my happy ass goes and starts connecting the racks. I connected these racks, okay? And I short-circuited the whole thing. The whole thing. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck bro so whatever so i'm freaking out i'm like dude i just want these racks on the breeding season in a couple weeks like what the fuck man it's such a pain in the ass this whole situation so whatever i go and i i i call the guy again that did the the ac and i'm like hey man like do you do electricity he's like i got it i can do everything whatever so he comes to the house he asked me what's going on, and I tell him, well, you know, I had this, this, and that connected, and then it shut off the breaker, but not the breaker box, just the breakers of the outlets, um, but the, none of the, it's weird because none of the, the, the breaker that shut off, it didn't even have anything connected, and I know that one of the lines is still, is kind of connected to the microwave, and then another one of the lines is connected to a kill switch outside, I, I, literally right outside the door on a light switch, he's like, I don't know what this house, you know, I don't know what the people that built this house did but that's how this house is situated and he tells me he's like that's pretty much confusing as fuck he looks at it and he's like hey so your big problem is is you're not gonna be able to connect any of these racks in this room and i'm like why he's like because of the size of the gauge of the electricity that they're using in 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 this in the line in in you know for the breaker he says that it's for like lights and TVs and house stuff. You know, if you're going to be connecting all of these heat sources, you need industrial grade electricity line. You know, like a a, a thicker gauge. It's it's they're insulated. You know, they, he's like, if you connect all this stuff here, they're probably going to overheat, and that's why the breakers were shutting off. Thank God that you put these breakers here, because if not, you know, you could have caused a fire, right? So. I believe I've spoken about this in the podcast that I am terrified of a fire in the snake room, always have been, and that in my when I moved my snakes to my job, you know, in between the move from you know I moved some of them from my from Miami to my job, I you know until I found the house, um, I actually caused a small fire at the shop where I work at because of a heat cable issue. So you know my anxiety is through the roof. It, it's over 9,000 for lack of a better term. So whatever. So I'm like, well, thank God that you noticed this thing because I would not have noticed. So I'm freaking out because I'm like, hey, how soon can you do this? I know that the guy had other things to do. He like cleared his morning for me to just to check. And I knew he had something else to do in another part of town. 
And dude, this guy is awesome. He took everything that he needed to do that day and put it aside because he knew how important it was to me to get the the electricity situated. I mean, he must have felt bad for me because I'm just like, you know, I'm a small guy. All right. So uh, he probably looks at me as this like young kid freaking out because I just bought my first home and whatever. And he's an older guy. So he helped me out. And I'm super grateful to him. And I will continue to recommend him. You know, it does get a little bit pricey, but... You got to do what you got to do to make sure that your animals are all right. So he ended up connecting four individual breakers to each line. I know this is supposed to be, sorry, side note, this is obviously a reptile podcast and I'm talking about a whole bunch of bullshit, but I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting to the reptile portion of this, okay? So he connects individual breakers so that way each outlet, sorry, he connects individual lines to each of the outlets so that way they have their own breaker so I can manage each outlet in the room. Um, and then now the heat turned on. I even put new heat cable on the racks. I have heat cable, which I'm going to be moving out of this house soon because I want to get new racks. Um, and we'll be set finally in this, in that room. The heat's working fine. It's everything's doing exactly what it needs. I've bought Bluetooth, uh, uh, Wi-Fi cameras so I could check it while I'm at work. Wi-Fi thermometer and hygrometer so I could check it out while I'm at work. Wi-Fi smoke detector so I could check everything while I'm at work. And I'm happy to say that things are finally moving along. Okay. Now, guys, you see here how stressful this was for us. Okay. I cannot stress enough about how important it is to have some money set aside for emergencies like this okay i'm grateful that the past two years for us has been good we've been able to produce regularly we've been able to you know make certain moves and you know just set aside some kind of something for an emergency that we were able to cover these expenses you know you have to do things to make sure to take care of your animals and remember that having reptiles whether it is as a hobby or as a business I mean, these things are alive, so you need to care for these things. You should not invest all of your money into the animal. If you have $1,000 and you're like, I'm going to get into reptiles, that doesn't mean that you're going to buy an $1,000 animal. That means you need to buy either a $50 to $250 cage or a small rack system that can cost $400, and then you're going to have to buy... You're going to have to keep some of that in case of an emergency, and then you have leftover money to buy an animal, and then you're looking like, oh, well, I actually only really have two, $300 to buy an animal. You know, These are things that you have to consider. These are things that I am considering more as things have changed for us. You know, As things have changed for us, I can see, okay, these are all the issues that we're having. These are the things that I never took into account because we were sitting pretty comfortable where we were at, and now, you know, we're uncomfortable, which is a good place to be. Don't get me wrong. Uncomfortable is a good place to be. It's a place where you learn a lot about yourself. It's a pra- uh, it's a place where you break out of the mold and you, you that's what lets in growth. Being uncomfortable lets in growth. So, you know, we've been moving around the business a little bit, you know, getting rid of some adults, female proven breeders not even because oh these these aren't breeding or something like that or not even because they don't they're they're old no 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 not because of that we're literally letting them go because we are refocusing what we're trying to do okay now we know this size might be our limit 
we can grow just a little bit more and then we don't have space anymore okay so what does that mean that means we need to think about what we want out of this okay in our case we really are trying to do it like a business not that we don't enjoy our animals not that we don't love our animals not that our animals are not our pets but we have certain plans that we're like okay we want to do certain things we want to be able to accomplish certain things there's nothing wrong with doing this as a hobby and there's nothing wrong with doing this as a business okay it's just that this for us is also a business it's important to us to be able to pay for our animals through our animals and some and potentially replace our salaries. Not because we want to quit our jobs, but we want to be able to be at our jobs, be at our daytime jobs for what we enjoy. You know, I, you know, there might be a certain point where our daytime jobs, we might not be able to grow more. And then we're like, okay, so now what? Are we supposed to quit our jobs and, and go be miserable somewhere because we need to get paid more? No, like we want to be able to stay at our jobs and get us high. And, you know, we want to take, for the most part, the money part of this, if we could... The money part of our lives, if we could just alleviate some of that so that way we can really enjoy everything going on in your life, there's nothing wrong with wanting those kinds of things, okay? So we are refocusing our collection to work on certain certain things, you know, making sure that our males are happy, making sure our females are happy, making sure our animals are well-fed, making sure that we're not growing past our means, that's the main thing that I want to talk about is make sure we're not growing past our means. I now know where our means are at for now, for the next season or two. We're at this level. We can replace certain animals to make sure that we're bringing in a certain amount per clutch, make sure that each level can produce, each each cage can produce this amount of money to make sure that this these animals are able to be fed. Just try to be really calculated about it as much as we can. Not because we want to take the fun out of it, but I mean, believe it or not, I actually enjoy that part of, a lot about it. I have a lot of time, a, a lot of fun stressing out about money sometimes. It's just what I like to do because it, for me, it's like problem solving, okay? But just make sure that we are being able to account for our expenses and run our business correctly and be able to grow and reinvest into other things and then get a shed and grow the collection from there. Um, but as far as ball pythons go and skinks, that's kind of where we're at. I mean, we could probably grow just a, I might be able to fit another, you know, ARS 7030 in, in that room. Just one more, but that's it. You know, I might be able to fit and that might be that might be for skinks. That might be for ball pythons. I don't know. I really don't know exactly what's going to happen, but I know that right now where we're at, we're OK. And that's important to us, you know, to make sure that we're able to uh, minimize our overhead and raise our profits, low overhead, high profits as much as we can. You know, uh, obviously we don't have millions of dollars to throw into super high end animals, but you know, some people are making uh, half a million dollars with this a collection a, just a little bit bigger than us. So if we can get, if we can just figure out some kind of number somewhere from some of this, just to make sure that the animals are taken care of the way that they need to, we have enough money from the animals that they're you know, for any emergencies, they're going to be okay. That's exactly what we want out of that. Um, and I think that that's very important to understand that if you're breeding animals for profit or if you're breeding animals for a hobby, it's it might be important to look at these numbers. It might be important to put the pride aside and be like, oh, it's not about the money. But it might not 100% be about the money, but a certain percent of it 
is about something like that, you know, because if you didn't want the money, you would probably wouldn't be breeding the animals in the first place, you know, um, that is your common animals and that like non-conservation based animals, you know, you know, uh, but I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, the good part about the house that we have right now is that it has a decent yard, not a huge, I'm not on fucking acres or anything like that. Um, I, I don't have the facility that the, the, the place that Tiki's geckos just bought. Congrats, my dudes, but fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's huge. Um, I wish, but I don't. But it is big enough for me to start having fun with the turtles and the tortoises. Again, right before recording this, um, I was watching a a Cam Cannon video, and it kind of like sparked my turtles and tortoise, you know, drive again, where I'm like, man, like, I finally have the space to do the things that I want to do. I finally have the space to get this thing done right, you know, and make sure that I don't half-ass these enclosures, making sure that I do everything correct. You know, I'm in talks right now about getting my first monitor. Well, I guess not my first monitor lizards because the Ackies, but the Ackies stayed in Miami. But, you know, I'm trying to see if maybe I pick up a, a, a black roughneck, you know, that came in and we're just trying to see if we can, you know, get it to health where I feel comfortable and I want to build a badass fucking cage for it. You know, where I could start working with stuff like that, different lizards and whatever. I mean, you got to check out our Instagram because I'm posting updates all the time. I literally posted like a video a couple weeks ago about how I want to organize everything in the backyard. Uh, You know, I want to grow the redfoot colony. I want to get some leopard tortoises. Um, I don't know how many different species I'm going to be working with, but I want to make sure that I'm working with good animals that I'm working with healthy animals that are going to be happy and that I'm able to provide for all of their needs. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much the update that I wanted to give. I know that I rambled on. If, if you're watching this on YouTube, you're going to see that there's no video today. It's only audio because I just really wanted to get this done quick for you guys. Uh, I know that some people, I'm, I'm honestly surprised that, that people do listen in on this. And that people care. I mean, even even if it's only a couple, it matters a lot to me. Um, And because of that, I wanted to get something out there. Next week, I have my fingers crossed and I pray that we're able to get uh, the stars can align where Alex and I can record a, uh, a podcast and have not only us together on video, but have us together on video with our Species of the Week segment, with another segment about reptiles uh, related in the news, with some kind of product review on something. I just really want to get this ball rolling again. Um, We just hired somebody in the shop uh, as a social media manager, and I'm hoping to have him on the podcast, and he has a good following. He's a nice guy. We've talked, you know, often now, I mean, while we're at work, and, you know, I'm just excited, you know, I'm just excited for the future. Literally just that. Excited for the future. And I don't know how long I've been recording this, but I wonder if my wife thinks I'm crazy because I'm just here rambling on by myself. Kind of feels weird. Kind of feels weird doing this without Alex. (laughs) But anywho, this was the Reptiles With Podcast by Modern Reptile Shop. You can find us on YouTube as Modern Reptile. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Modern Reptile Shop. And of course, you're listening to this on whatever streaming platform you like. You know, subscribe, like, share, follow, 
the whole nine yards. Right before we sign off, please send us a DM on Instagram and let us know what you want out of this podcast. Um, talk to me. Do you want, you know, I know that the majority of our listeners are listening to us from streaming platforms, but I kind of want, you know, to get some attention on the YouTube, give us a, subscribe to us on YouTube. Do you want me to start doing regular kind of videos that are not podcasts on that YouTube channel? Should I start another YouTube channel for those things? Just let me know what you guys that are listening to this want, uh, what's kind of content you want, what kind of questions you want answered. And we'll see what we can get going. Once we get settled here, we're almost settled in this house. Once we really get settled here, you know, I want to get the ball rolling content, 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 and just get out there. So we can all be out there and whatnot. But alrighty. This was the Reptiles with Podcast. Thank you so much. Later.